Chapter Eight of the War of Antichrist with the Church and Christian Civilization. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The War of Antichrist with the Church and Christian Civilization by Monsignor George F. Dillon. Chapter Eight Kabbalistic Masonry or masonic spiritism before proceeding further with the history of freemasonry i shall stay a moment to consider a very remarkable feature of its strange composition without which it scarcely ever appears the world was never without wizards witches necromancers jugglers and those who really had or through imposture pretended to have intercourse with demons masonry in its various ramifications is the great continuator of this feature of a past which we had thought departed forever spirit rapping table turning medium imposture etc distinguish its adepts in protestant countries and in catholic ones we have almost incredible stories of the intercourse with the devil and his angels which men like the carbonari of italy maintain however from the very beginning freemasonry has had a kind of peculiar dark mysticism connected with it it loves to revel in such mysteries as the secret conclaves of the jews used to practice in the countries in which they were persecuted and which were common amongst those unclean heretics the bulgarians the gnostics the albigenses and the waldenses the excesses alleged against the templars were also accompanied by secret signs and symbols which masonry adopted but whatever may have been the extent of this mysticism in masonry before a spurious kind of spiritism became part of its very essence since the advent of the celebrated caliostro who travelled all over europe under the instructions of weishaupt and founded more lodges than did any individual freemason then or since the real name of this arch impostor was balsamo he was an inveterate sorcerer and in his peregrinations in the east picked up from every source the secrets of alchemy astrology jugglery legerdemain and occult science of every kind about which he could get any information like the masonry to which he became affiliated at an early period he was an adept at acting and speaking a lie he suited weishaupt who though knowing him to be an impostor nevertheless employed him for the diffusion of illuminism accompanied by his no less celebrated wife lorenza he appeared in venice as the marquis pellegrini and subsequently traversed italy germany spain england the netherlands and russia in the latter country he amassed at the court of catherine the second an immense fortune in france assisted by the efforts of the illuminati he was received as a kind of demigod and called the divine caliostro he established new lodges in all parts of the country at bordeaux he remained eleven months for this purpose in paris he established lodges for women of a peculiarly cabalistic and impure kind with inner departments horribly mysterious at the reception of members he used rites and ceremonies exactly resembling the absurd practices of spirit mediums who see and speak to spirits etc and introduced all that nonsense with which we are made now familiar by his modern followers 
he claimed the power of conferring immortal youth health and beauty and what he called moral and physical regeneration by the aid of drugs and illuminated masonry he was the father and the founder of the existing rite of misraim the egyptian rite in masonry the scoundrel became involved in the celebrated case of the diamond necklace and was sent to the bastille from which he managed to pass to england where in seventeen eighty seven he undertook to foretell the destruction of the bastille and of the monarchy of france the revolution and but here he miscalculated the advent of a prince who would abolish lettres de cachet convoke the states-general and establish the worship of reason all these measures were resolved on at wilhelmsbad and cagliostro of course knew that well his only miscalculation was regarding the prince grand master the revolution went on a little too far for the wretched egalite who ended his treason to his house by losing his head at the guillotine as to cagliostro he made his way to rome where the inquisition put an end to his exploits on detecting his attempts at illuminism his secret powers could not deliver him from prison he died there miserably in seventeen ninety five after attempting to strangle a poor capuchin whom he asked for as confessor and in whose habit he had hoped to escape this impostor is of course made a martyr to the inquisition accordingly masonry does much to disown cagliostro but with a strange inconsistency it keeps the egyptian rite founded by him and clings to mysticism of the debased kind he introduced it is wonderful how extremes thus meet how men who make it a sign of intellectual strength to deny the existence of the god that made them bow down stupidly and superstitiously before devils real or imaginary necromancy is a characteristic of antichrist of whom we read that he will show great signs and wonders so as to deceive if that were possible even the elect he will be when he comes both a cromwell and a cagliostro End of chapter eight